seek God. God is taking you to the next level. And the next level will eventually, I promise moms, because the Bible says so, will move you into the emergence stage where you will begin to emerge out of the pain, out of the bitterness, out of the audacity, out of those things that that probably will affect you in one way or another with you and your kids your whole life. But God has a bigger plan and how you can walk out of that and into another situation that is God has prepared for you. So if you feel like you'll never get over it, I get that. Do you feel like you can never forgive yourself? Yes, you can, and you must. You're listening to The Single Momcast. I'm Mel Hyatt. And I'm Pam Keneally. And we are here to just unpack some stuff with you today. Yes, we are. (laughs) We listened to our recent podcast, Forgiving Forward, and Pam and I began having a conversation about how complicated yet powerful forgiveness is, and we thought maybe we just have that conversation and hit record for you as we're processing through this, maybe you can learn from something. What do you think? Yes. And you know what? We are still processing through it. We talked about that before we started this podcast and we were like, maybe they should have heard what we just said because it was so real. It was us being real about the topic of forgiveness. And sometimes it's not a seven easy step or whatever. So, you know, if you are struggling with understanding what forgiveness is totally join the party sometime. Yeah, Yeah, we are not here as experts today. We're here as people who have forgiven sometimes Mm -hmm. quickly and fast and easy and other times not so much. And I think we can both agree that we still have some areas of forgiveness we can personally work on. Yes. And we talked about too that... um, that we we understand God's principles for 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 um, for forgiveness and thank Him for that. And we are human, which makes it all okay to just be real on this podcast. And I've probably walked through the series, the steps, the process, whatever you want to call it, on forgiveness longer than anybody has. And so um, it's a topic that is a beautiful topic and one that I think. Maybe we could just unpack and talk about today. Yeah, and that's what this is. This is just you and I having a conversation about a complicated topic. With thousands thousands of mothers listening. Yes. (laughs) This will be fun. Yes, it will. So anyway. Okay, well, Mel, um, this is weird to ask, but what is forgiveness to you? (laughs) Can I say that I'm not 100% sure I know how to answer that Mm -hmm. question? I know I could Google forgiveness. And I know I could even look up a biblical definition of forgiveness, um, but this is hard to answer because every time I've either received forgiveness or given it or attempted to give it, it looked different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, a practical thing that my counselor had once told me that I I'd worked really hard on was when you can pray, not for someone like God, get them and fix them and make them better, but literally pray, Lord, I pray that they feel you today. I pray that they experience your love. Those sort of things were evidence that I had forgiven. Mm -hmm. So I guess forgiveness for me is the ability to 
wish somebody well. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if, you know, because when someone's hurt you, our nature is to want justice and revenge and all of those things, and those seem to be the opposite of forgiveness. Right, and I think thinking about forgiveness, too, it depends on what filter you're talking about it. Yeah. If you're talking about it through the secular filter, Mm -hmm. we will feel these things, but you and I both know we have experienced through... Christ work on the cross, what forgiveness feels like in a greater magnitude of freedom. And so uh, we want to talk about that as today as well, too. I don't know how. I don't think I would have the ability to forgive people without um, the truth of and the power through Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't no, know if that's possible. I don't know that it is possible, you know. So in me talking about what is forgiveness, I, I can sometimes more say what it is not because sometimes yeah. when you've been offended and you say, well, you need to forgive the person. I mean, you just, you just rear up, but maybe sometimes we need to understand what it's not. It's not ignoring or disregarding the problem that was done. Mm-hmm. It is not uh, letting the past just time will take care of it. It is not just tolerating the person, Mm. or it is not continuing to take the abuse. It is not based on feelings sometimes, and that's where it trips us up. It's not based on feelings, and it's not simply saying, I forgive you. It is not that either. So sometimes we have to identify, you've been hurt. We understand you've been hurt, perhaps, as many, all of us have, and it's understanding what does it look like to to look at that offense in a different light. Yeah, no, that's good. So that's kind of what we're trying to go today. Yeah, absolutely. And it's complicated because wounds sometimes leave scars in you. So I like how you were talking about that we've reframed maybe the way we look at those Mm -hmm. scars. Mm -hmm. That's good Exactly, that's good. We had talked in the previous podcast, Pam, the Forgiving Forward podcast about forgiveness being easy and sometimes it is but I wanted to talk about the times when it's not Um, sometimes maybe people keep hurting us you've forgiven them and then they hurt you again or how do you even begin the process of forgiving somebody that maybe hurt you and your children so have you have you ever experienced this Pam when it wasn't easy or when somebody keeps hurting you Well, of course, I have experienced it, and we're all going to experience it because Jesus said, in this world, you will have offenses. Moms, I know as you think about people that have hurt you, maybe you're at a place where your kids are hurting you right now, and I understand that. I do want to say, Mel, it seems recently I've talked to so many moms and their adult children have hurt them or continue to hurt them. They don't mean to, but they're just being adults trying to figure life out. And that's why I want to put this plug here. If you are hurting today because of hurt with adult children, you might want to check out a podcast I did recently, Navigating Relationships with Your Adult Children. Perhaps that would help. But um, this is an interesting topic for us to uncover. Mm. Yeah, for sure. So let me just ask... um, um, what does forgiveness look like in this scenario with Mel, with you forgiving somebody who keeps hurting you? What does it look like for you? I think we're going to have to keep answering what it doesn't look like um, because this could be really complicated where a relationship could become toxic or um, you're not having boundaries. So I'm struggling because I want to be sensitive mm-hmm. to say that it's not forgetting. And I think we've all heard that. Like, mm-hmm. there's a difference in forgetting and forgiving. Um, 
So I think it's that same thing that maybe you keep hurting me and I have this ability to pray that and hope for you that you can be healed of whatever pain it is that's causing you to keep having to hurt me Uh Uh or any hang up or anything like that. So I think it's just that practical thing again of that I'm going to keep putting up boundaries so that hopefully you can't keep hurting me, but I'm going to forgive you through that process. And that's complicated. It is complicated. Because every time somebody hurts you, you 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 have to take the scoreboard away when it comes to forgiveness. Because if you keep hurting me, I'm going to stack up all the points as to why I shouldn't forgive you. And forgiveness has nothing to do with the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is not keeping score or we wouldn't be forgiven. Yes, right? exactly. Um, And so every single time I think when I've faced this, I sort of lean into having compassion for somebody that has forgotten humanity and mm-hmm. forgotten respect for somebody. Um, so I, I don't know if I'm answering that, but I think it's the same as before of what is forgiveness for me, for me to continue to wish well for that person yes. and to, I always will tell my son when he's talking about somebody at school, I'll say there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason why they're treating you that way or there's a reason why they act that way. And recently he recognized that in someone. He said, hey, mm-hmm. I met this person's dad and you were right. Mm-hmm. Wow, there's a reason amazing. why. Yes. Yeah. And I think remembering that there's a reason why could be really important in this. Yes. Why it, would somebody keep doing this to yes. me? Or why would they, it's probably been done to them mm-hmm. or there's something. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I have to say, too, that maybe, Mom, you're, you are thinking right now of somebody that keeps hurting you. And you just wonder immediately, what am I supposed to do about it? Immediately, I mean, immediately, what am I supposed to do about it? And, you know, I just want to say that one thing I turn to often uh, when offense is thrown my way um, is that I am able to express or to acknowledge that um, that offense to God. God, this person just hurt me. Mm-hmm. And to bring him into the conversation, if you possible. God, this person just hurt me. This person offended me. Uh, this, God... Just be real with them and express express to God how it made you feel. Mm-hmm. Because immediately what you want to do is you want to tell somebody, well, tell God, you know, tell him. And yeah. I found oftentimes when I turn to that place first, I begin to unwrestle with the parts that otherwise would have just taken me further on down the road. Yeah, just don't call arrested. your best friend first. Yeah, just, she's going to be she's like, gonna, talk this about person. it. <laughs> Let's get them. <laughs> don't you remember? Put when? me in, coach. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, honestly, not that I do that all the time, Mel, but it does mm-hmm. help to immediately acknowledge the offense and to take it to him and tell him how it made you feel, and then be able to just try to, like you said, think where they're coming from, yeah. and accept them where they are, and move forward with it the best you can. So That's I, good I like that. Yeah. So Mel, let me ask you. Um, um, what do you think gets in the way of people, um, of fully forgiving people? Mm-hmm. We want to, but what, what gets yeah. in the way? I'm going to say this very matter of fact, and it's not because I, it's because I'm talking to myself as well. So, because you're probably not going to like my answer. Okay. It's why I'm prefacing. For me, and I think that this is probably the case for a lot of people. If I look back in the areas of what has gotten in the way, I want to say that it was the level of pain, but really it was my pride. Mm-hmm. 
my pride causes me to want to win. And whenever we, whenever we want to win at this and it's a game, then people are our opponent and that's not Christ like mm-hmm. and that's not what we were created to do so it's my pride because I would say well you don't you've done these things to me and you don't deserve mm-hmm. for me to forgive you or it takes a lot of pride for me to also acknowledge the role I played in the scenario mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it also takes a lot of pride for me to acknowledge that I have complete control over my feelings and and this whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of sometimes just want to blame that other person mm-hmm. for where I am or how I'm feeling. And that I'm not minimizing that. People, mm-hmm. we don't really have control over our feelings. But when I swallow my pride, I can say, man, I need to be more mature here. Mm-hmm. Or I need to stop talking about that person. Because mm-hmm. when I keep talking about it, it's hard for me to get to forgiveness or yes. different things like that. So for me, it is pride has been the biggest hurdle for me mm-hmm. to get over mm-hmm. in forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, I think many people too, it's natural to hold on to a grudge that we're humans. Mm-hmm. That's, hello, we're humans. First of all, acknowledge the humanness of that. But then I think a lot of people don't know how to get over the pain. They, you know, what keeps them from it is they don't know how. They don't mm-hmm. know the steps. They don't know where to start. And like you said, many people feel like they don't deserve it. And, mm-hmm. and 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 perhaps you don't, or oftentimes it's wrapped in, you call it pride, and some people call it self-righteousness, but that's probably too strong. Pride is more like it, like you are right, you know, mm-hmm. we are right, or I am right, and you are wrong, and you're wrapped up in the manipulation, the controlling, the being a bully, or being unfair, or, or being cruel, or a liar. We get wrapped up in that, which keeps us from, from... Um, gets in the way, or perhaps it might be many people's feelings are too raw, hmm. and um, and they're weakened by their wounds. They're just weakened by them to forgive. Yeah. They're just it's asking too much. Yeah, it's the price is too much because to forgive would mean they got away with it. To forgive mm-hmm. would mean they suffer no consequences. And if at least I suffer consequences, then at least I'm suffering for both of us. And that's basically the problem with not with holding on to to bitterness and unforgiveness. And often people, you know, they haven't yet experienced the supernatural tool that God gave us in being able to be set free. If Galatians is it five one or six one didn't say it's for freedom that Christ set you free. It's for freedom that he gave you the liberty to step into that. I wouldn't think it was possible. Yeah. But it is possible, and I have experienced it. So apart from that, um, there probably is no way to release the hurt. It's yeah. going to be a constant obstacle. You know, I had an experience too once, Pam, where I was struggling to forgive, and this was a, a family member, and the weirdest thing happened to me when I was processing it, and then I was considering myself as a mother, I realized that I really needed to forgive myself Mm -hmm. for some things Mm -hmm. as a mom and in roles that I had played in this scenario. And, and I, I don't know that anyone had ever talked to me about forgiving myself. And I had this just I mean, it was a long night, Pam. (laughs) And I remember just writing down like all the things that I want. This was, this was an experience. You should try this, but be like, 
be mentally prepared. I, I got out a piece of paper and I wrote down the things that I hope people had forgiven me for, mm-hmm. even my boys. And I just wonder, have you ever struggled with forgiving yourself? And, and what did that process look like for you? Well, you know, I have looking back and it, it happened to be um, uh, after I had remarried Rich. And of course, we have been married now for 30 plus years. But in that initial, that initial, they call it blending a family. You don't really blend a family. You, you, it's two houses living under the same roof for a long, long time. And um, so during the process of all that, I just had a hard time parenting well. I did. I had uh, eventually a son going to be a teenager and a daughter being a teenager and trying to to, to juggle the other responsibilities. And at the time, I was beginning to teach a very, very large woman's class at church and juggling that. And I guarantee you, I missed opportunities in parenting my kids. Hmm. And, um, and then I saw consequences of it later. And I just felt so guilty. Now that I know so much that I learned from all y'all that are doing it so great, you know, I, I wish some days I wish I could have do-overs. Yet, yet my my children now are adults. They have children of their own. And when I visited with this, about one of them not too long ago, about I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. This child was like, Mom, this is an adult. Mom, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> and so I was beating myself up for nothing. Yeah. You know, and sometimes, moms, we do that. We beat ourselves up because that's part of our role as a mother. And so if you're doing that today, I say, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Do the best you can and leave the results to God and move forward because beating yourself up or not forgiving yourself only um, limits the direction that God is taking you. You're so valuable and you are so amazing and God has such great plans for you. So um, I would say... You know, if it's deeper than just what this podcast offers you, please don't hesitate to get help to release that shame and that guilt and I should have, would have, could have syndrome because um, you still, there's a lot of future ahead of you to do right. And so I just, Mel, I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, that's good. So, um, Mel, how do we forgive ourselves? I (laughs) I mentioned kind of a few things. How do you forgive yourself? I think the same thing that I talked about earlier for me, just recognizing that I'm human. You know, we want to recognize that other person is human and that there's wise. Wise, W-H-Y-S. Oh, okay. Not wise. Okay. Like, uh, not I'm wise. There are whys to why we are doing the things that we're doing. There's reasons. I had to, when I wrote down all of those things, I had to sit back and extend myself grace and mercy. Um, And grace is this idea that I'm giving you something that you don't deserve or I'm giving myself something I don't deserve and mercy is that I'm not getting what I do deserve. And so both of those play really incredible into this. And I just had to, when I wrote those things out, look at that paper and go, there's nobody on this earth that doesn't have a sheet of paper of grievances that they they need forgiveness for. And so just to acknowledge, mm-hmm. man, I'm doing my best and I just, I do the same thing you did with your kid. I have to ask for forgiveness all the time. Um, and I'm super thankful that, you know, 
people have, have given that to me, but to give myself that same gift and acknowledge I am a human and I'm sometimes doing my best and sometimes I could do better. So I think, I don't know, just being kind to yourself. Yes, exactly. Not beating yourself up and being kind to yourself. I think that's, I think that's so hard to do as moms, especially single moms, because it all, you feel like it all lays on you. Mm-hmm. It's not like you have a partner to bounce it off of, or he can take part of the, you know, and, and under the uh, he's under the roof, being able to take part of the responsibility under the roof. You have so much, and so it can be especially especially hard for single moms. Um, Mel, do you have anything um, you would like to say? Anything else you'd like to say concerning this, concerning the feelings of forgiveness? Yeah, I, I have know. another question for you, but before we get there, I, I wanted. To, I'm glad you brought up the the feeling thing because. I wanted to ask your opinion on this and I didn't prepare you for this question, but I think that I wish somebody would have told me that my feelings and my forgiveness are not necessarily married. Mm-hmm. They just <laughs> live in the same house. Yes. Um, because there are times where I thought I had forgiven somebody and then a song came on or I drove past a certain restaurant and I had a feeling mm-hmm. about that person. Um, and I, I don't think that that means I hadn't forgiven them. I think mm-hmm. that just means that I'm human. Yes, yes. And I really struggled because I would remember thinking, oh, I thought I had forgiven them. Mm-hmm. But that song came on and that stung a little. What do you mm-hmm. think about that? Well, there's always going to be triggers because mm-hmm. because we're human and uh, and because we have an enemy. Mm-hmm. So um, there's always... And the memory. And the memory. And we have the memory, you know, you... There is the memory. You can you can forgive what happened. You can go on, but the memory is there. And like you said, a song, a look, somebody walking in the room, um, a picture, um, a thought of somebody can trigger a word, um, can trigger something that you thought you had overcome, and it's just bothering you again. This is why I said how valuable it is when those things happen to stop. And the more we the more we capitalize on it and think about it then the further down the road we get. But to stop and to give the offense to God and say, God, this is, you know, I'm doing the, God, I believe you help my unbelief, help me Mm -hmm. work through this. And it has been said that forgiveness is a choice. And I agree to a degree that it is a deliberate choice to, to, you know, um, give, let somebody off the hook. It is, it is an initial choice, but the feeling of healing will most likely come through a process of working it out. Yeah. The feeling of the healing, at least it was for me. I just thought of, I I totally forgot about this until you were talking about it. A really good friend of mine went through just something absolutely terrible. Somebody close to her did something really, really horrible. And this person was so, it was a part of her family. So it wasn't, oh, I can get away from this person. It's like, do I... Am I gonna? I'm gonna see this person at Thanksgiving and Christmas, and they're around my kids a lot. And this person had done something that could have severed a relationship forever. I'm trying to be sensitive mm-hmm. <laughs> of how I'm saying this. And I remember going to lunch with my friends, saying, "You know, what are you gonna do?" And she said, "I made a decision that I either have to love this person or hate them, and I can't do both. And so I'm gonna choose." 
to love them. And she literally opened up this journal and she was like, these are the things that I wrote down that I do for people that I love and I'm going to do it for this person. And I'm like, wow, crying. She's crying. And she said, this is going to be the hardest thing I've ever done, but I'm, I'm doing it for my kids. But I know in the end, like I'm going to grow through this, but it, I think through that, it was like she experienced forgiveness because that's the choice you can make Mm -hmm. to love or hate. Mm -hmm. And then forgiveness came along. And I now get to see these two have an incredible relationship when they never should have been able Mm -hmm. to. Right. right. And it was her saying, I can't love and hate somebody. Yes. And we do that That and we go in and out. And I Mm -hmm. just was like to watch it of her going, this is what I'm going to do. And that person was shocked too. That is amazing. It reminds me the process of what she just did. And here's what it is. It's like your thoughts, examine your thoughts. Well, it led her to her her emotions. Mm -hmm. And she worked through her emotions and she settled her emotions. I will do this or do that, which led to the action. Yeah. And so your thoughts lead to your emotions. Your emotions will eventually lead to your actions. And when your actions are on the right track, eventually the feeling of healing I believe will come mm-hmm. because because God said so. Yeah, you know because He said so. He said that it's for freedom that I I set you free. And so, moms, um, do you have anything else you want to share? I was going to ask you. <laughs> this is a big question, okay. Pam. But Here you, if anyone's equipped, no, I don't know. Here we go. What would you say to the mom who's listening? that honestly does not believe that she will ever be able to forgive that person or maybe even herself? I would say to you, first of all, uh, that's two questions. You mm-hmm. don't think you can forgive that person. I get that. I get that. You are in a season where you have either been violated, you have been betrayed, your life will forever be different. Um. You're, you're in that crisis stage. I get that. When I was in the crisis stage, I felt the same way. Um, I get it. That's, that is a season you're in right now. And the healing of, feeling of healing, that, that phrase I made up, the, f- the feeling of healing comes through passing through faces. You will pass through that face if you seek God. You will. So, of course, you think you'll never get over it. I get it, but you will, but you will, um, you will. So you pass through that crisis stage, and then you begin to transition a little bit. And in that transition stage, Mel, you know, you think you're doing okay, and then you hear a song. You think mm-hmm. you're doing okay, then you see a couple walking in the park, and you're thinking, well, she, you know, she has a boyfriend. I'm a lot cuter than she is or something. And then there's that trigger and you do bounce back and forth. And then, and again, seek God. God is taking you to the next level. And the next level will eventually, I promise moms, because the Bible says so, will move you into the emergence stage where you will begin to emerge out of the pain, out of the bitterness, out of the audacity, out of those things that that probably will affect you in one way or another with you and your kids your whole life. But God has a bigger plan and how you can walk out of that and into another situation that is God has prepared for you. So if you feel like you'll never get over it, I get that. 
Do you feel like you can never forgive yourself? Yes, you can. And you must. Mm-hmm. And you must. Because um, we are all have all had times when we wonder if we can forgive ourselves. But if God says he has forgiven you, then... Um, then you're just being too hard on yourself. You can move. You can release that and say, "I've done the best I can." I've, you know, I heard one time, um, "Forget the mistake, but remember the lesson." Mm. So, forget the mistake, remember the lesson, and move forward. And that would be a good motto for all of us as we move forward, as we learn what it means to forgive people. So, in closing, moms, today is there anything else, Ma- Mel, you wanted to ask? No. I've mentioned in closing three times that we keep talking. So, because that's because forgiveness, that's, right? <laughs> because there's, I don't, and I'm not even sure, Mel, have we really unpacked this today? We were wanting to. Moms, if you think we've unpacked it or helped you, please let us know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or if there's more questions yes. you have or we can come back in. And I just think that what we wanted you to hear more than anything is that every opportunity you have to forgive is unique and different and you know yourself the best and you have to figure out what it looks like for you to forgive because Mm -hmm. you talked one time as we talked about this before the podcast that some people are working through serious mental mental wellness issues yeah or childhood trauma or ptsd type things and so for every single person it looks really different it does look different so to say this is how you do it one two three four might not totally fit right where you're walking through but one thing that is true for all of us is this mom in closing (laughs) (laughs) finally in closing is this god has always known you would be where you are Hmm. always always and if he has always known that you would be at this place then he also knows the next place you're going to be that you don't know yet And God says his plans for you that seek him, there we go again, seek him, that his plans are good. And I'm here to tell you, after being divorced now for, I don't even know how many years, 30 plus years or more, even more than that, maybe more than that, 35, I don't know, that um, that is such a distant uh, wound in my heart and day after day, month, after month, year after year, I sought God's help. I yielded it to him. I sought his help and God did it. And so I want to encourage you today, no matter where you are, no matter what you're thinking, that you are not alone. God sees you and you just keep doing that one thing that Mel and I have said over and over and over. Just seek God.